<clears throat> we are. And I think we're on, so yeah, we're on. Yes, we are. We'll let people stream in a little bit before we get going with the episode there it is. officially. Um, yeah, just thanks to everyone who's going to pop in today, who is planning on it, who's already in the stream, and who is listening on Spotify, Google, Apple, iHeartRadio. Um, where else? Oh, most of our fans <laughs> most of our fans we are from iHeartRadio. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Let me check to see if they update it regularly. I haven't checked recently though. Well, while you do that, I'll give a little welcome back to the Cog Weekly podcast, season 3, episode 26. Pulling up. Yeah, I'm pulling you know, up. It's always great to, you know, research. Oh, it probably changed our name as well. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we're not. No, I, I swear we are. Maybe we're not. Oh, oh, there it is. We are. That's lovely. Perfect. So we are on iHeartRadio. So, yeah, and they are updating it consistently. That's fantastic from the team over there. That's great. We love to see that yeah. from them. Great. Okay, so if you are a fan of iHeartRadio, watch on iHeartRadio. Who isn't, though? Listen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, remember when iHeartRadio had a huge boom, like yeah. 2015? Everything was like, oh, we're going to iHeartRadio. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. At the state fair, they had those tents. And then yeah. it was like Sirius XM, we're going to yeah. change the game. Mm -hmm. And then people realized that probably radio is not. Then you know, Bluetooth was invented. Yes. Yeah. Like, where do you think it's. I know this is not soccer related yeah. in any way, but where do you think we're going regarding all that? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering. Mm. Not radio. I think radio might just like end, Completely you know, just dissolve. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you got it. Podcasts are the new way. If you see a chart, I feel like for like radio listens over the past 10 years, it's got to be pretty negative there. Um, Let's see. I'm I mean, looking up to see if I can find a chart. This is definitely not. Yeah. Maybe we just get into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to find. Yeah. But yeah, definitely podcasts are on the come up so thank you for of course time. yep and uh, we will continue to bring our podcasts up in quality and whatnot as we see the podcast industry rise um getting right into it like the title says this week or this past week we had world-class football throughout the entire week it was a great week for all football fans now we're recording on tuesday afternoon so the first of the matches of the second round of the Champions League quarterfinals. It's a lot to say, but those games, half of them have happened today, and then obviously half will happen tomorrow. So those were good games, two very quality games that meant a lot. And then, obviously, something that we will talk about, the Liverpool-Man City game was fantastic. But before Huge. we get into any analysis of any of the games, we need to decide on the Hassani of the Week. And mm -hmm. so you might have seen from the Instagram post the three different choices, and you might have been thinking about it for a while, just thinking like, oh, who, who do, am I going to vote for? Who's it going to be? It's blah, just blah, blah. it's the biggest question of the week. <laughs> it absolutely week. is. Yeah. It absolutely is. So the three options that we have are, sorry, we got them up, um, are, we got them up, yeah, or no, there we go. It's a common. Voila. It is, yeah, it is a common. Um, the three or the three people that we have for the Hassani of the week are Mr. Kareem Benzema, there who is. is in the middle, mm -hmm. Chiro Amobile on the left, and Hyungmin San on the right. 
all three of them had fantastic weeks. Do you want to go left to right, right to left, or middle, and then work our way out? I think left to right is always great. All right, um, sounds good. But yeah, we can start with Chiro Mobile, who has not featured in a Hassani of the Week yet. Not yet, um, no. But he got a hat trick against Genoa this week in the Syria and became the top goal scorer in the Syria over, um, you know, Juventus's Duzon. You know, where everyone, I feel like all the headlines are about him, but Immobile just season after season seems to be in that at least top two goal scorers in the league. Do you think maybe a move should be on his yeah, horizon? I, I, I think that he is definitely of quality where you would think a move is something that could happen, but I always wonder if he would really thrive in any league other than the Serie A. Um, I think Italian football fits him and suits him. Yeah. Obviously, he's had a rough time in general on the Italian national team, yeah. but I think the Italian league does fit his play style, and he does well in it. So I would be I would question whether he would do well leaving the Serie A. That being said, I think that if he wants to be known as a striker of world-class quality, he needs to make that jump and take that risk. Because if he doesn't, he's just going to be, yeah, he was great in the Serie A, blah, blah, blah. Never really showed up on a national stage. Never really did a ton in European football due to lack of qualification and lack of advancing very far in rounds. And so only he really showed what he was able to do domestically, which it's hard to gain a, a world's following around you when you don't really do much other than domestically yeah it's more of like a toti kind of situation it, it totally like is stadium. and i don't yeah. think he's the same level of toti who if you guys don't know for my aunt in atlanta who was calling me the other day and said she wanted a couple more explanations um the uh toti was an incredible striker who was you know like world renowned known for his class and quality of scoring goals for 17 maybe more years at the same club and so immobile who is a striker for lazio in the syria the same italian division has been putting up very high numbers but not for as long um so obviously is not looked at under the same light at least yet yeah and like you said in european competitions lazio did get knocked out against porto uh this season i believe let's see I don't know what round that was. It was pretty early on. There's been a couple past uh, when they got knocked out. And Lazio are also not even top four in Serie A this Yeah, season. it's a tough one. So, it, yeah, I think a to Toti situation seems to be the way it's going to go. And I think that's not even, like, the worst thing. Um, because I don't – he's not a one-club player, is he? No. I think he, he's been I, somewhere I, else. I but, like, he made let, his let me, name. Let me make sure. You no, know, he made his name at Lazio, Lazio 100%. For sure. And like we said, his goal-scoring record speaks for itself. He's not. He he played at Juventus. He played at Siena, mm. Rosetto, Pescara, Genoa, Torino, Dortmund, Sevilla, Torino, and then Lazio. And he's only been in the professional game for seven years. So that being said, he's really moved around. And, yeah. But it, it's – or not seven years, uh, 11 years. But mm -hmm. he's really moved around and been at one club for the past – six years yeah so you know he's he's definitely respected and is able to do well but i mean if you look at his stats 
across the past 11, 12 years that he's played, he's put up close to a goal, three goals every four games, you know, that like Mm -hmm. three-fourths goal ratio. Every time he's played in the Serie A, when he played for Torino, he played 33 games and had 22 goals. And when he played for Pescara, 37 games, 28 goals. But when he played for teams like Dortmund and even other bigger teams like Juventus, he lacked his quality scoring goals as well as Sevilla. And his ratio is much lower, and so his production rate was much lower. So clearly he's struggled in other leagues. He's struggled at the international level. But he's gained confidence. He's done incredibly well over the past six years. So yeah, he could make a move. It's, it's getting a little bit late. He's 32. Yeah. But it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, going from left to right, we have Benzema. Do we want to save him maybe as the last one? Or should we just go and then uh, talk about the whole game that happened today? We, we'll, we'll save him for last. Because uh, yeah. it's, no, it's nothing against uh, Hingman Son or Karim Benzema. I think it's just the fact that the game he took part in that helped him win this award or get nominated for this award per se um is something we need to cover as well as just his individual performance yeah. what's um, up cray how's it going so yeah hungman son had an assist or a hat trick against villa uh this week and tottenham have scored 40 goals in all competitions in 2022 i believe that's most in europe or one of the most in europe over yeah. that time which you know, you think about Antonio Conte, and you don't think free-flowing football scoring No, you goals. don't. Not often, at least. But, I mean, that front three has really, in the yeah. past couple games... Dejan Kulisevsky has been, been incredible. Unreal. Is he alone? Because I know Bentoncourt, I believe, is alone. I think they're both loans, maybe. Um, well, both from sure Juventus. Here. But that front three... Uh, Kane had a rocky start to the season, but he has come back. Uh, Son is just a very complete and consistent player where he's always gonna rack up those numbers and he is he is alone alone yeah so son has 17 goals in the premier league this season only three behind Salah, who is the leader in the league but yeah tottenham are making a charge you know i'd say even a week ago we thought arsenal have that top four in the bag but now it's you know not looking as likely because arsenal have lost crystal palace and they lost crystal palace and brighton Exactly. I mean, really poor week for Arsenal yeah. as a whole. Really great week for Brighton Hole Valley and fans. But yeah, I mean, it exactly. kicked, it kicked <laughs> him out of the top four for the Gunners. Yep. And their arch rival, Tottenham Hotspur, have now entered the top four, three points ahead of them. So, you know, you're looking at this table right now. Arsenal, if they pick up two easy wins this week, I mean, relatively easy, they're sitting in four, three points ahead of their rivals. But instead, a poor week leaves them three points away with a game in hand still, mm-hmm. but only, what, six games remaining in the whole season. So it's, exactly. it's tough. I mean, you're, you got to pick up points with not much time left and against teams that are also going to pick up points and need to pick up points. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's just a, it's a race. And if you lose or tie any game, it could be crucial. And so that Arsenal, this or this Arsenal week has, has really been tough for them. Yeah, but Tottenham... Looking good, son. Just always, just really good play style to watch. Uh, for anyone as a neutral, just great finishes, but also team player. Um, you know, electric running, dribbling. It's all great. But 
Kareem Benzema once again steals the headlines, it seems, this week um, with the game that just finished before this recording, uh, the Real Madrid versus Chelsea second leg, um, where it was a 3-2 win for Chelsea, but on aggregate, Real Madrid won 5-4. Benzema has four goals across uh, the two games, the two legs against Chelsea, and I mean... He was nominated two weeks ago. I mean, episode yeah. 24, which wasn't even two weeks ago. It was two episodes ago, but it was prior to the mm-hmm. the break, which we had for spring break. So it was almost four weeks ago. He was nominated for a very similar type performance in the Champions League in the last round. Yeah. So obviously he has been firing on all cylinders when it matters for Real Madrid. I mean, today he was able to get that clutch goal at the end of the game in extra time to allow them to win the game. It was a very close match overall. It was good to see Christian Pulisic get in. Obviously, Chelsea went up 2-0, and then that made aggregate, what was it then? Well, they went up 3-0. Oh, yeah, they went up 3-0, made aggregate 4-3. 4-3, yeah. And then Real Madrid came back with two goals, or one goal, to make it 3-1, went into extra time, and then another one. I don't know why I was getting tripped up on that. Yeah. Um, But... It was, I mean, it was a good performance from Chelsea and a fantastic performance from Rudiger, a really good performance from Mason Mount. I know we yep. talked about that throughout the game. Um, I thought that there were certain players on the Chelsea side that just played absolutely outstanding. And I think that Raul, for the first 70 minutes of the game, were definitely lacking in moving the ball and looking hungry and getting in the opponent's box and doing all the things that Real Madrid does best 90% of the time when they play, even against top competition like Chelsea so it was kind of interesting to see but obviously they're Real Madrid they have a tie to this competition they always somehow find a way and again they did and they were able to turn it on and get that goal in the 80th minute with Rodrigo what a pass from Luka Modric by the way outside of the boot and just put it to perfection on Rodrigo's foot, all he had to do was tap it in. That being said, it was not an easy not an e- not an easy finish, but you know the ball definitely helped. And while watching, or kind of just like looking at Real Madrid this season, it seems like they have um, they're on that uh, that edge of between um, experience and having like a very experienced squad and being very old and kind of too old to compete and they kind of did that in this game uh in the first half they looked very um just a lot slower than chelsea chelsea were passing around them they looked like they're very tired especially the midfield which has been their greatest midfield for a while now um but they're getting up there in age but then in the second half and then on to overtime they kind of just took over there and you know they <coughs> showed their experience with coming out with the win and not allowing Chelsea any huge opportunities, I'd say. Yeah. Um. Do you think that the or what do you think about the Kamavinga Tony Cruz substitution, which happened um, somewhere around the 70th minute, and it was it was kind of an interesting decision by mm-hmm. uh, Ancelotti, and um, and I mean it, you can argue either way. Obviously, they were able to advance in the end, so you can't really say it was it was the worst decision. But Tony Cruz came off shaking his head, and he barely even shook hands with Carlo once he got off the field. You know, the announcers took note of that a yeah, little bit. Um, and he wasn't having a great game by any means, but I think it was kind of interesting at the time. I was thinking to myself, bringing on Kemavinga 
for Tony Cruz is like bringing on someone who's barely experienced any game at this level and taking off someone who's experienced like every game you can at this level. And I don't know. It, I mean, the beauty of the sport is these managers sometimes find things that just work, but I didn't think Kevin really brought anything essential to the game. He had a couple of nice fouls that were able to stop counterattacks and whatnot yeah. and move the ball well. But I mean, I, I, I was still like very intrigued at why that decision happened and, and what was going on there. I mean, with that, yeah, with that being said, I think he really, he just did his job when he came in. Um, like you said, he had, I'm, I think we're thinking of that one foul, on, really good foul. on Pulisic. Pulisic was literally about to point pass it through. three seconds away from making contact with the ball to play it through to Havertz, who was through on goal, and Camavinga tripped him up, got the yellow, but... I mean that's experience there, you know. It is and no, and nice. and he's not experienced. It's yeah. it's experience. It's an experienced play coming from someone with no experience. So so it, must it be does show team. you his quality yeah. as well. I mean he he knows. I mean no one can really instill that in you. I mean in that moment it looks like oh yeah you just do a tactical foul. Yeah. But you're playing in front of seventy thousand people in the Bernabeu in the Champions League quarterfinal, where you have to win to go through, and your team is still although the game is looking more on your side your yeah. team is still struggling um and to know in the moment to to clear your head and say i need to foul this guy right now is is pretty impressive it was a young lad so he did his job and i agree with that but i was kind of gutted to see tony cross go i mean you and probably everyone on the pod knows that i'm a huge tony cross fan huge, so yeah. i was like it's an interesting decision there taking yeah. him off but we'll we'll move with it <clears throat> But yes, it was a it was a very good game, and I'm excited to see what Real can do further in this competition. Also, congrats to the Blues, congrats to Eli from the Champs Pod, yep. who is also a Blues fan, because they had a great Champions League win last year, and they had a good run this year, and they, they did well. And also, I think it allows them to focus on the league a little bit, which is something that I know will affect the top two in the race right now, Man City and Liverpool, although Chelsea are five points clear of Tottenham and fourth, they still need to watch their back a little bit so they can really yeah. see out that Champions League spot for next year, that third place spot. So Yeah, there's always, in the past couple of years, there's always that third place team where it's like you're nowhere near the Liverpool-Man City battle, but you also, <coughs> you know, I think everyone... You're agreed. relatively clear. Everyone of... agrees you're like, you're not an outside of the top four team and you're pretty much cemented in that third place spot. Um but they have struggled a little bit throughout the season, and I think maybe that has played into that um, just coming up short in the Champions League. They might, they might, like you said, uh, have that you know looking over their shoulder, being like, "All right, maybe we should focus on the league here to be sure." 100%. But um, so yeah, I think we should decide on. I would agree. Who we want? So obviously, options are Kingmanson, Mister Karim Benzema. And last but not least, Cheerio Immobile. So I Cheerio think Immobile. Cheerio Immobile. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can decide pretty quickly that it's not going to be Chiro. Um, yeah. I just I think that that's one that we can send off. Mm. I, I props to him for getting the yeah, award. It's a hat trick, and he's top goal scorer right now. I know, but very like, impressive, but. I don't know. I I think it's pretty clear who we need to decide. Mm -hmm. So, and I Angie said, and I don't know if this is Angie or Chris, but she said Son is overperforming an absolutely unreal Kane exceptional ability to assist. Deserves credit if Son wins. 
I don't think Sansa's going to win either, but yes, I would say that Sansa is more significant because of what team he's on. And even though they have Kulsevsky and Kane, they have struggled throughout the year and they're firing on all cylinders now because their front three are doing so well. So I think he deserves a lot of credit for that. Kane deserves a lot of credit for that. So yeah, I think I would write off Immobile and Son and go with Benzema, but what do you think? Uh, I think Benzema for a repeat Hassani, which... So it has happened, right? Didn't we say that before? We've never repeated. Oh, we have. Vincent Abubakar. Yep. <laughs> Vincent Abubakar repeated. Yep, he was the first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think very well-deserved. We said when we gave it to him against PSG when he scored the hat trick, we said, you know, there isn't a bigger stage, a bigger moment to score a hat trick and put your team through there. But this is kind of almost bigger, even though he did he scored the winning goal in this game, but he also scored a hat trick in the first leg. Yep. He scored four out of the five goals for Real Madrid against a very good Chelsea team. And it's getting deep into this tournament, and I think he's gonna be the key to them making a run here no totally i mean vinicius was rumored and not only rumored but proving to be madrid's guy firing and in form and whatnot in the beginning of the season but benzema has really come into form these past couple months and proven why he's their captain and proven why he is their main guy their main goal scorer and proven why through all the turbulence that Real Madrid have gone through with the departure of Ronaldo however many years ago mm-hmm. and Gareth Bale not really playing anymore and his loan out last year and players like Isco and Marco Asensio and you know all these guys that are that were really good in that golden era but have seemed to decline or have left Sergio Ramos you know you've had, you've had, there's a lot of turnover in this Madrid squad the one player who's consistently stayed the same is Benzema and somehow the team is able to rely on that and still get the results that they were getting during the time when they had all these other guys. And that maybe goes to show how important Benzema was for that team even during that time. I would agree. So yeah, this week's episode 26, Hassani of the Week, goes to Karim Benzema. Now for the voting period, where you guys get to vote for your ratings, which is going to put him on a scale between 7.5, I'm assuming he'd be above, and 10. You can put him lower than that, but I don't think he would be below that. And that's our lowest rating right now. Um, So he'll be somewhere between everyone who has gotten the award so far. So the lowest is 7.5 with Raheem Sterling. And the highest, well, it's Kareem Benzema with an 8.8. So um, without further ado, put it in the chat. See who you want. We'll start with you, though, Mac. What do you think he deserves for his rating? I would say that he deserves an 8.9 because when you think about it it is a similar performance to the PSG tie and but it is higher stage one round higher you know just stakes are higher overall he did score four goals instead of three over the last time we recorded and I think it just was that 0.1 better performance okay I see that. I respect that. But I'm going to counter you. Yeah. Because although it was at a higher stage in the competition, his hat trick last stage, so in the round of 16, Mm -hmm. was in the second leg of the match. Yeah. So he did all of the work in the second leg to advance them. Here in this match, he got one goal in the second leg and three in the first leg. But the first leg is obviously one that matters a little less because there's always that that safety true, net true. behind you. So 
I like to rank people who come in clutch, you could say, right? Like Kelleher, who did really well in the Carabao Cup final, who we gave the Hassani League. I like to rank them a little bit better. And I think that was a little more clutch performance last time out that he got the Hassani Week than this time. So I'm going to give him an 8.5 because I think he deserves a high rating like Kelleher. I mean, that's our that will be our second highest joint rating if he got an 8.5. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he deserves quite as high as an 8.8 as what you got last time. Okay. So that's mine. Um, chat, if you have any ideas of what you want to put, put in the chat, we'll give you like 30 seconds, but right now he would be at an 8.7. So, I mean, that's fair. I I see an argument for both, um, uh, around that 8.8 above or below, but, and I respect the higher number. Yeah. It's, we do measure it from the last time of recording. So you Mm -hmm. are right. It's just, it was a little less clutch, although he did score the final goal to send them through. So you could argue that it was just as clutch, but Obviously, an eight point okay, so seven from Angie, which doesn't really change it. No. So. But it, it reinforces, you know, the. An eight point eight. Okay, let's 8. add 8. these 8. up. Nope, not eight point one. <laughs> so, so the viewers are thinking it's a similar uh, score to what we have there. Okay, so we have how many in now? Four. We have four. 8.75 we'll we call it at that and we'll say 8.75 i, I agree with that final is score. the final yeah. score that's really respectable yeah i mean that's 0.25 he's below what he taken the top two of all that's percent. incredible i mean that goes to show how good benzema really has been and this this chart that we have here we'll find a way to digitize it and get it on yeah we the... should probably write also what they did a good point for each one yeah to compare it but um but uh but yeah we'll digitize so you guys can see it but this chart will really help us to decide our players of the year because it's hard to think like oh like this like you can look at stats pretty easily but if someone had an outstanding performance like 10 times in like throughout the year they're a better candidate than someone who scored five goals during one game had one outstanding performance and then just scattered goals throughout the rest of the year if they were consistently really good you know what i mean so yeah this will definitely help us i mean right now if we're to look at the last um eight weeks seven weeks mm-hmm. i say kareem benzema has been the best player in the world and that goes to show with him receiving two hassani of the weeks do we do we say we're gonna do a class on grass player of the season at the end of season three at the um, end of the year as in yeah December. so the thing about that would be i don't know if it's ethical to the people before that we didn't record mm-hmm. you know what i mean Pe- like before whatever it was episode 20 of season three so that's that's 19 hasani of the weeks that aren't a part of this yeah but also it would be it would make sense for our like seasons to have that's like, true. Of the season i, I would this one could agree. be like you know a test run and i think we that's could, a good point yeah. we could put into account other players that weren't on this list but i think we're gonna end up with a we could end number. up with a pretty clear winner yeah yeah no we'll we'll i think that's actually a good idea yeah no like definitely like if we can incorporate people who weren't in this list i think that's a good idea because you know the likes of robert Lewandowski, mohammed salah yeah um mbappe killing mbappe they're not on this list right now it's a small list it's the last let me get it right this time it's the last seven weeks so they're not on this list but they obviously deserve to be in contention for the cogpoty class on grass player of the year great abbreviation yes sir um so yeah that stay tuned for that as well Mm -hmm. i mean just so many things coming your way huge starting in may to yes. be fair, the the content's going to be incredible. 
Um, but yeah, shall we move on from the Hassani of the week? We shall. Sounds good. Last week's predictions did not go to plan for me. For you. For you, they went a little bit better. Yeah. We uh, predicted last week the Leipzig versus Atalanta, Austin versus Minnesota United, and Man City versus Liverpool game. Um, and so starting with Leipzig versus Atalanta, Mac predicted a draw. The draw I, works twice now. I mean, you gotta I, buy. I, I don't want to talk you about it. You gotta buy into it. I don't want to talk. And no, it, it's again, it's the math. It's it, Lenny math. It it's doesn't the work. Math, but sometimes, you know, predictions aren't math. It's true. It, and like, technically speaking, like it's the math. If it's you, the underdog, but it's not like rooting for. But a it's not team. like. But maybe you could think a tie happen. I mean, there's no way a tie happens more than any of the others. Than any wins, it, like losses. a win loss, definitely happened more than a tie. Well, yeah, you, that is math. But I'm taking the underdog. And you, it keeps working. So the Leipzig versus Atalanta yeah. game, Mac predicted a draw. I predicted a win, and it ended in a draw. The Austin game, we, I predicted a win for United. For Austin versus Minnesota United, and Mac predicted an Austin win, and Austin won. So Mac's two and zero there, and I'm zero and two there, which is unfortunate. Hmm. And then for the City Liverpool game, I predicted a Liverpool win, Mac predicted a City win, and they drew. The draw is showing up here. You should have done another draw, to be fair. You know what? I was thinking. Were you, were you actually? Yeah, thinking back on it, I think I was thinking a draw. But oh, it's but like, it's you know thinking like, back on it, so you can just you can. No, I do. I, I, I was thinking I was about like, the draws. I was like, I, I was, can't do yeah. two draws, and then that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Three draws. Yeah, you? no, I was, I was like, th- I was definitely thinking each one. You're like, that's. A draw. I was like, no, that's Leipzig Atlanta. That's a draw. Austin Minnesota United. Yeah. Austin definitely gonna win that. And then for the Liverpool City game, yeah, it's definitely a tie. But I wanted to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that resulted in me going zero and three. So I'm not super. And we'll, we'll happy look into that. that once we do predictions in a bit here. But we will when yeah. the records come back up. Yeah. But we just wanted to touch on that because th- it was a bad week for me, mm-hmm. and it was just generally unfortunate. But talking about the Liverpool City game, which is one we predicted, and neither of us got right. Um, it ended in a two-two draw. It was an absolute thriller. Arguably, in my opinion, the best game of soccer that I've watched in 2022. 2022. The best game of footy. They had the two. 2-2 draw earlier in the yeah, season, Yeah, I'm, I'm right? 2022. Yeah, Preci- precisely. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it was it was just great football. The way they moved the ball was absolutely incredible. I mean, the energy on the field was incredible. You saw Pep after the game, right? Yeah, I just did. Just go over there and, like, absolutely just, like, bear hug yeah. Jurgen. And Jurgen didn't want any of it. No. But it was... Mm-hmm. You could tell the emotion that was on the field. You could tell how much the players wanted it and how much effort they were putting in. And it was like it it's not often that you get that emanated through a TV screen. You know, yeah. when you're playing in a game, you can feel the adrenaline and yeah. you can feel like, "Oh, I got to I got to do well." And that's why soccer is so fun when you mm-hmm. play it. But it's really hard to get that emotion like put through a TV. And this was one of those games where you feel like enthralled in the match and you're like i need to see what's going to happen next because it's end to end so it was just it was awesome to watch and a moment of silence for people who couldn't be watching it it's to true. be fair it's it true. was it was incredible yeah it it was like an all-star game if there were like stakes like very high stakes to an all-star yeah. game because when i feel like if you list off the premier league's best players it's mostly man city and liverpool players it is and to have that have two matches like that in one season where you see those players 
And I wouldn't even say they were at their highest level that day. No, because there was some no sloppy one, passes. Yeah, no one there. stood out. Trent kind of struggled, even though he got an assist. Which you was know? a fantastic yeah. assist. It was strange, in my opinion, it because... very much a team performance, I'd say. From I would agree. Because no one really... Re- you can't point to one player and you're like, he was the difference. Yeah, exactly. For his team, it was... And it was it was kind of strange because like it, there was sloppy passes because yeah. it was so end to end like you would lose the ball and then City would just go all the way down the field yeah. and have a chance and vice versa, so there was every time that there was any kind of mistake which is inevitable in a soccer game the other team capitalized on it better than almost anyone else in the yeah. world could so you noticed them more, but there were also just absolutely wonderful moments to the match. I mean the goal that Trent assisted first off. Outside back to outside back on the cross, Andy Robertson gets it on the yeah. left side and whips it over to Trent. Trent Trade cuts mark. it back. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic play. I know there was a couple times when City had the ball and they just moved it around so beautifully. Like I was like, this is incredible. Like I've never yeah. seen anything like this. Um, so it produced some wonderful moments to the match, but it was just such a strange one because it was so intense and there was still mistakes and every mistake was capitalized on. So it was just one where like you don't see very often. Like no, it was like I mean it was it's just crazy. It's like watching a lower league match like with that intensity and that grit, but then make everyone the have, best player in yeah, the world. The touches are just unbelievable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, De Bruyne opened the scoring with like five minutes into the game. Jota scored a very good goal, like we said. Yeah, with the, the outside assist. back to outside back. Uh, Jesus, after an assist from Cancelo, um, very difficult finish over Allison. It was um, very good. And then Mane scored right after halftime. Within like 30 seconds. Salah's ball for that goal really was nice. incredible. Really nice. Um, and yeah, like I said, they had some players had good moments, but I wouldn't say Salah had. Salah didn't have a great game. game. To be fair, like he didn't really do that much no, other than the pass. I wouldn't say. Probably either of the team's front three really didn't do much, even though a lot I noticed Tiago a lot. Tiago had Thiago a very had a good nice game. game. Yeah, he did play very well. I think Laporte did decently. Laporte had a great tackle. Yeah. That one tackle and like whatever it was, yeah. like the seventieth minute. Oh yeah. my gosh, it was so. Good. And he went to ground so early, but I know, he, he just, just kept, kept sliding, sliding yeah. and then just like poked it was it incredible. Away. It was unbelievable. Um, but the main reason we're talking about this is it was a game for the title but since it ended in a draw it's still i believe 73 points to 72 i think you're right let Man me City. fact check you it's 74, 74 73 so yeah so that was the that was before the match yeah. and they each gained a point so it's super close super close we're gonna highlight um yeah, i got the the remaining seven games for each team in the premier league and kind of see what we think how we think it's going to shake out um so first game, should we just go Liverpool first, then yeah, Man we'll City, go we'll go pool go first. Switch one by one. We'll go pool first, and then okay. we'll calculate the their points, and then yeah. we'll do City, and we'll like get build it up, you know, calculate yeah. their points. So Man United at home is their next fixture. What are you thinking about this one? Very big ma- rivalry match as well. It is. Um, I'm gonna go with a win. I'm gonna go with the win here. I think I think they'll get a win. What what do you think? Do you agree with that? I mean, you can't really pick United these days. For no, anything. you can't. Not at all. Um, I think it will be one of the a convincing win. Actually, maybe two or three, uh, by two or three goals at home. You know, Liverpool Anfield is just incredible. So 
I think that is three points. Um, next one is a derby, the Merseyside derby against Everton at home again. I this one I see as a draw. I was gonna say it's gonna be way closer than the Man United game. It's gonna be way closer than people think. With Everton's yeah. recent form, they're gonna be like, no way. Yeah, there's absolutely no chance. But this is a rivalry game that is not. It's not like the United Liverpool rivalry. It's not like the City Liverpool fake rivalry that's beginning to brew. Yeah. This is like a historic rivalry of your city. And those exactly. are very important to the team and the people and everything. So this one, regardless of how either team's doing, is going to be huge. And I see this as a draw. I think Frankie Lampard will get him fired up uh, for agree. this rivalry game. And, you know, we'll go with a draw. Do you think they're going to win? I think Liverpool will win like 1-0. I think it will be very tight. We can go with the win if you want. So, what do you think about this? I think they would draw against Newcastle away in their next game over yeah. a win against Everton. Yeah, no, I can see that. Because Newcastle are very good these days, and away um, at St. James's Park is a very tough place. I actually can see that. I, I just The, the Everton game is going to be really close. So, we can I go with a win. It'll be like a 1-0 win. Yeah. And then the Newcastle game will be a draw. So, so um, seven points right now, right? So, yeah, that's seven points for them. After Newcastle, they play Tottenham. I see that as a win, even though how good Tottenham's playing. Um, I think, especially if they do draw to Newcastle, they're going to get fired up and realize they've that's got true, to get yeah. So I, I like a win there. Yeah. yeah, I definitely see a win there. That's not as questionable for me as the last two, which is probably strange for some people. But it, Yeah, the two, the two, like, big six teams that they do play we're like oh win yeah automatically exactly uh following tottenham they play aston villa i see that as a win i don't know if you disagree uh i agree i mean they're playing stevie g with villa which is you know unfortunate but i think stevie g might uh tweak the tactics a little bit to let liverpool win this one (laughs) so (laughs) they can keep in that title race uh but yeah i like a win there He's doing really well, to be fair. He has. Yeah. The uh, Saints away at St. Mary's. Definitely game. a loss. <laughs> I mean, it's like a 5 0 loss. <laughs> Being realistic, yeah. I think this is a win. I agree. We have been very Quite poor. Shocking. We haven't won in like six games. Um, Similar to Brighton, except for our win against Arsenal. I mean, you always pull through against Arsenal. We do. It's yeah. becoming a tradition. You can lose every other game, but yeah. Arsenal, it's like a right. And then Wolves, I see as a win as well. Yeah, so I think they'll drop points against one team I in would these agree. last seven games. And we chose Newcastle. So the question is then, do City uh, drop points more than a draw? Or do they mm. do they get any losses? So the first game is against Brighton. Let's just, Brighton at home, I think. That's 100% a win. Yeah, for Brighton, right? Yep. yep. 700 <laughs> to nil. Yep. Uh, Watford... <laughs> Again at home. That's another win. I just yeah, don't see. I have no belief in Watford. Sorry, cycling GK. It's just not. Yeah, I know we were gonna we were gonna do a little collab cycling. Yeah. But you have to know that Watford's yeah. not. It's not the move at the moment. Leads away. That's interesting to me. I think Jesse Marsh has changed them. I can't say that's a win though for Leeds. I mean, you could maybe go draw there. Maybe. But I cannot see that as a win for Leeds. 
Oh, I don't even. That know would be draw. huge, though, if they did. If they pulled that off, that Imagine. would be unbelievable. I, yeah, I don't know. It's so hard. I don't I'm looking at the rest up. of the city yeah. schedule here, and it's like some because so. Well, let's just decide leads first. What What do you think? I I'd say a win. I'd say a win. I think it's going to be a valiant effort because leads always show up, and just their play style with their energy. It's always tough for bigger teams, but I mean, it's hard to bet against Pep these days. It really um, is. So the next yeah. game is a tricky one because we have to go with what we've decided for Liverpool, and that means that so Newcastle is but City's fourth game. Newcastle at but home. But Newcastle played against Liverpool then in the third game, and they drew to them, as we said. So they would have. Played so they would Liverpool have just played Liverpool and drawn nine days later. And so, I mean, I don't know if I really, I especially going to the Etihad, yeah. I don't see them pulling too crazy. No. Like, if they drew to pool and then beat City, that would be unbelievable. I just don't see it. It's not going to happen. I'm saying a win there for City. Yeah. Wolves away. Wolves have pulled out results yeah. in the past, but... I can't. Like, I actually can't. I don't say. see... I think it's a win again. It's so tough. I would rather, I would put my money more on West Ham away being a difficult fixture. I'd put my fixture. money Really? Villa at home, you think they're going to drop points? I'd put my money on the final day. Really? Yeah, I would. I think West Ham away is a draw. Let me look at West Ham's recent performances. Um, I mean, I think away games is what's going to I mean, West Ham, hurt these teams. West Ham barely beat Everton when Everton were on a red um they're also in the europa league at the moment yeah which if they continue to be will make it hard i suppose it'll be over by then most likely um they're i mean they they're They're very inconsistent it looks like i mean beat aston villa i mean they beat sevilla in the europa league which shows that they can do it on a big stage yeah but they beat them 2-0 in the second leg i mean they've lost to southampton 3-1 in the fa cup in the beginning of March. I mean, that was when we were good. We we stopped being good after that. So the the team decided. Yeah, they said, "All right, pack it up." They also only beat Kidderminster too. <laughs> Dude, their FA Cup rounds have been just so bad. <laughs> so <laughs> Kidderminster's not even in the football league. You know how poor that is. It's a tough one. I are I don't we going know. With the draw or are we going with the win? It's hard because like if we go with a if we they're not losing either of these last two. Come on. Well, I thought you said you were going to bet on the the final day. I would put my money on that. Yeah. But you know what happens when I put my money on something. That's true. Like, <laughs> That's true. Hmm. So, I mean, for this, are we saying win? What are you saying? You got you got the pick. Ooh. West Ham at West Ham in London Stadium. I would rather go for a draw there and a win against Villa, so you, but... Well, no, but it's not rather. Like, what do you think is going to happen? That's what I would go with, but I don't know if that's different for you. I just don't see them. I see them just clean sweeping the last six games, really? seven games, eight games, seven, seven. Yeah, I see them doing a full clean sweep over these last seven. Mm. They're not playing anyone in the top six. It's true. Anyone? Yeah. Mm. That's I, I crazy. Would... Do you want to just go with that then? When is the Champions League final? uh june isn't it 
No. I think it's early June, right? It's in May. May? Japan's final date. Because this could... Well, it's 2020. That's, that's not right. May 28th. Okay. Is that after the league's so over? So very late May. Yeah. That's after the league's over. It's six days after the league. Dude, I don't... I can't. Like, we can go... It's so hard. Here's the thing. If we go draw and then win, they still win the league. Yeah, that's true. We can just say Manchester City win the league. I'm... Do you want to go draw win or win win? It, it doesn't matter. I, yeah, that's true. I could easily see them just clean, clean sweep. Yeah. It's tough because I don't want them to clean sweep. No, I want it to be like final day, but I just don't. It's hard. such an easy schedule. So they, they play no top six teams, and Liverpool has to play United, Tottenham, and then also of the like pretty decent teams right now, Newcastle and Villa, who City also have to play, but right, they don't have to play any of the top six. No. It's tough. I think Manchester City will pull it off. All right, so City win is what we're going with. Yep. Which is unfortunate. Well, I I don't want like I, I don't like statistically speaking with our stats they're gonna win. Yes. But that's not like maybe what will happen. That's like, not that's, what we want, but that's what from what we see in that's the pictures. Unfortunately, from yeah. what we see will happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's too bad. I did not want that to happen. I didn't even think through that. Like. No, I didn't even like. I, I didn't I clock down, how yeah. lopsided those games yeah. are. I put down the games, but I didn't like think about them. I was just like, That's crazy. Like they really, it's bottom half of the table except West Ham and Wolves, kind of. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. But, uh, so yeah, I think it it has been a good title race. Liverpool have put in a good effort, but I think valiant. It will be. A bit short there, but they can still meet in the Champions League, which would be crazy. Yeah, because that'd be semifinals, right? It would. When is the semifinals? Well, the next two games are tomorrow, right, or yeah. Thursday. Um, that's Liverpool's games and Man City's games. So the semifinals, April twenty seventh. April twenty seventh, dude. They take a month off, and it's definitely for these games. It's for these final games in the season. There could be three La Liga teams if Atletico beat Man City. That's true. That would be incredible. That I mean, talk crazy. about Villarreal. Yeah, we haven't really spoken on that yet. You want to move to that? Yeah, we can. Uh, today, it was Bayern versus Villarreal. That was the other Champions League game. It was a 1-1 draw at Bayern, um, but Villarreal pulled away with a 2-1 on aggregate. I mean, Because of a win at home. I remember yeah. watching part of that game... Well, it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago um, when they were at home and everyone was like, oh, it was a bad performance from Bayern, blah, blah, blah. But they go back to Bayern Stadium, the Allianz Arena, and, you know, that's Bayern's unstoppable there. And it's only a one-goal lead. You know, Robert Lewandowski's going to score on them, blah, 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 which he did. But everyone was, like, everyone was disappointed in Bayern, but not at all thinking this kind of thing would happen when Villarreal then had to go to Bayern Munich and reciprocate exactly what they had done yeah. that during three weeks ago. So it was definitely crazy to for them to get the, the draw. And on in a game where they Bayern dominated the chances. I mean, yeah. Musiala had a couple of really nice chances. Lewandowski then scored. And totally against the run of play, Chuck Weezy just find, found the net off of a counterattack. Unreal. And it was crazy. It was limbs. It was absolutely it was limbs. Limbs. Not for the Bayern fans, but no. for all of the traveling Villarreal fans. I mean, no one does that to Bayern. 
it's crazy. I, you've never seen a team like Villarreal, like not lose. They didn't lose in either of the legs. Good they evening. Drew, they drew in one. Good yeah, evening. I mean, that's all you can really say. <laughs> Unai Emery. Good evening. Yeah, it is fantastic. Um, but Lewandowski. Speaking of him, there have been many rumors about Barca. Uh, I have him. seen some of these. That Until be... Fabrizio yeah. signs off and says, says, here we go. Here we go. I don't think I will believe anything. What a signing that would be. That would put Barca back on the big stage, I'd say. Yeah, I um, well, if they're not already. Yeah, I think right now it's like... It's like, oh, they're, they're winning They're on every the game. rise of their rebuild, which it's, I don't for think some it'll reason, keep going. Like no. they're they're gonna have to lose at some point. I mean, they're relying on Aubameyang and Usman Dembele, who are playing unreal, and then Pedri, who's playing unreal. They're relying on two forwards, who one of them doesn't know how to stay fit, yeah, and the other one has attitude issues, yeah. So I don't see how that's really gonna sustain you. So I think Lewandowski would be a huge oh, buy for them because big, then big, big, big. it wouldn't be relying on Aubameyang, um. Dembele, I think, is leaving. Maybe he has contract uh, complications. I don't know. I think he's. They said the club was like, "We're gonna continue." Not, to, yeah. You know, they said we're gonna continue to try to get him to yeah. sign, but he hasn't decided. Yeah. And it just seems like the guy who just like, ah, I don't care. I'm gonna do whatever. I mean, he's got the most assists in the league right now, and I don't know why he would leave, but. Uh, that would all change if he got injured again. I feel like. Oh, dude! If he gets another like hamstring injury, yeah. they're like, "Sorry, we're not. We're you, rescinding yeah. our contract offers." As a club, you can't keep paying that guy. I feel like it's so hard. They've paid him for two years, getting like what ten appearances yeah. from the, from him. So. But, I think that would be a huge transfer. It definitely shake up Bayern's team, who have relied on Lewandowski for so long. Um, but yeah, I think. One to keep out uh, an eye out for, but uh, also another like kind of transfer news. Um, Ten Hag, the Ajax manager, has apparently had a verbal agreement with Manchester United for the job. It's like when you see those verbal commitments for college. Yeah, you can decommit. Yeah, it's but that doesn't mean much. signing day hasn't happened yet. It, yeah, it doesn't mean much, but uh, that would be again interesting. I. He, I don't want to see him like fail, you know. Which he will. Because I like him as a manager, but going to Man U, it's so difficult. You like there, there is no turning. Like, that is a seventy-one thousand ton ship sinking into <laughs> the ocean with a hole. That's a lot. That's a lot of. With tons. a hole that is bigger than a house, mm. and you have to repair it. This you can't repair yeah. that. It's that ship is going to sink. That's great. That was a great analogy. That's great. I'm super proud Clip of that. that <laughs> Clip that. Go yeah. to the or go to the Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay, Instagram lads, that's there up there is. now, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple interesting things that I think would definitely change the outlook for next season if they do happen. Talk about changing the outlook on the future. We're gonna predict the future. Yeah. We are. That was yeah. a. That was. It was a bit. That mm -hmm. was really savvy. Was it good? It was good. I couldn't tell. Like, no, I was not gonna yeah. bash on that. That was nice. That was nice. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was it I was mean, it, pre it was pretty silky. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty silky. No one expected it, but we have the predictions up now. People were like taken taken aback. Yeah. People are asking stop, about the yeah. preseason of the minor league the minor leagues within the United States. Oh, I don't course, think we're gonna yeah. speak on that <laughs> at the moment. 
There's um, not a huge crowd. No, the crowd that. for that is much smaller. Wow, I mean, that's just not a great record, is it? We, so, Sudi, is there any way <laughs> that you can, like, cover my record? Is that possible? I could, I just don't want to. Oh, you're not going to? Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, You guys don't have to look at that part of it, though. Like, I mean, yeah, just look down the middle. So this is where, if I just, yeah. if I just put my hand up. Well, you, I don't see. think it goes, like. Also, it wouldn't work. Do they not see my hand right now? Oh, yeah, that's true. I can't move my hand out of it. That's unfortunate. You can cover your face because you're embarrassed. Yeah, I'm not. It's tough. It's really unfortunate. I mean, you're pretty solid. I mean, I was one away from being even again. How's that happen? But 14, 16, I went 2 and 1 last week. Another 0 and 3. That's two in a row. Oh gosh, I'm getting elves should, in the chat right I should, now. Should I just start doing all draws just to maybe even it out? I don't think it would even it out at this <laughs> point. <laughs> or you should start doing draws, all draws. Dude, as soon as I would start doing all draws, it would they would start not working. Yeah. Everything that I do doesn't work. Yeah. I swear, it's crazy. <laughs> just okay. for predictions. Shall we begin yeah. with Atletico versus Manchester City, which is a Champions League matchup? as you could have guessed, because they are not domestically in the same no. league. Um, and a very big Champions League matchup. So I will begin with my prediction, as I feel like I need a handicap so I can start. Well, yeah, are we saying prediction for the game or prediction for the aggregate? Because it's 1-0 to City right now. Let's go prediction for the aggregate. Oh, okay. Atletico. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't change anything. That didn't really help me, actually, at all. Um... But yeah, aggregate and Atletico is gonna go through. That's my prediction. Draw. So City goes through. You're going with a draw. <laughs> yep. I You're, think oh. I'm going with a draw here. You know, I just love a bit of draw. You do. You gotta have one every week or so. Um, <laughs> like a draw. That. A draw a day keeps the doctor away. A draw a week keeps the. What rhymes with week? The beak keeps the the birds beak. <laughs> keeps the birds. A draw week keeps the birds beak. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. That's what they say. Setting, that right? is what. No, it's it's coined. That's it's it's say, actually right? coined. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a draw, and that's a win for Atletico from us. Uh, second game, PSG versus Marseille, a one versus two matchup in Ligue 1. At, I can go, or you at go? PSG. Well, I went first. So wait, no, you went, I first, went first. So I go first. PSG win. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is a one versus two. Pyatt, <laughs> did you see Pyatt's goal? I wasn't going to do a PSG win. Did you see Pyatt's goal? No, I didn't. Uh, in the conference league? It was good. It was at a Pyatt. Like, it was a normal Pyatt goal, though. It not what, Okay, what were you thinking for a Pyatt goal? So, either he has hit a free kick with massive curve yep. into the far corner, or he has hit a volley with outside curve into the bottom corner. He hit a side volley off of a corner, first time outside of the box, up top of the net, like through the roof. Oh my god! I mean, if you want to look it up right now, you can just... To... Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not yeah. going to make the fans but not watch it. Check that out. It's That's gotta be unbelievable. Up. It's got to be up for the Puskas Award. It was Off of a corner? Yeah, stri- first time off of a corner. Was it fully sent? Yeah, fully sent oh, in that's, the air. That's in incredible. The air. No bounce or anything. In the air. Side volley. That's incredible. Yeah. 
So Pyatt, or so you're saying Pyatt will be the difference maker here, maybe. You're going with a draw. A dr- uh, I'm going with a draw. Uh, I'm I'm coming out of my shell, you okay. know, trying to okay. try new things, explore yeah. the yeah. rest of the world a little bit. Yep, yep. Go with a draw. I'm just, you know, I'm 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 open. I'm peeking. I'm opening the door. Yep. A little bit, peeking yep. out, seeing what the draw world is like. Yeah. But I maybe it'll go well. Maybe it won't. Maybe I'll get another zero and three. You never know. But the third game that we're going to be predicting is Real Madrid versus Sevilla, a first versus third place team in or in the La Liga matchup and it is at Sevilla I believe correct? yes it is um I'll go first on this one mm-hmm. uh Real coming off of a great advancement <laughs> through to the Uh-oh. semifinals of the Champions League I think they're going to carry that through to this game against Sevilla mm. Sevilla recently lost to West Ham in the Europa League knockouts not super happy about that I'm assuming and so I'm gonna go with a Real Madrid win all right I don't think I dare do a two draw week you could it's a bit tempting why not uh, two draws it's a two draw That's week. fantastic for um, you I if like... I go 0-3 again I'm not coming back to the studio <laughs> We're ending the prediction. We're ending it for good. Uh, I like a bit of Rakitic world class performance. Um, you know, one for the one for the, one for the ages against uh, his, his former rival. Well, and Madrid. you know, someone who has been playing very well recently with that great assist today. If you haven't seen it, seriously, go check out Rodrigo's goal. I think, yeah. Oh my goodness. I think it'll be a Croatian battle. A, a Croatian battle in yep. the midfield. You don't think Kroos is going to get any more time because of his... Lack I think Camavinga of... will start. <laughs> you think Ancelotti's yeah. just going to yeah. put, put the cherry on top and just yep. bench Kroos? There it is. I think so. <laughs> I mean, totally realistic. Camavinga yeah. actually might start. It's true. If we're being honest. It's a lot of... get some rest. Yeah. Um, but that's predictions. Stay tuned for how... Just stay tuned for how Leo does, I'd say. Yeah, that's the main reason to come yeah. back at the moment. Mm-hmm. But we can move on to fantasy as our final. Which is, I stay for this. I'm, yeah, I mean. I'm pretty solid at this kind of thing. It's not embarrassing. No, not at all. You can, um, you can move it over and people, yeah. So, obviously, if you see mine, my draft is absolutely fantastic. Um, we can start with the normal ones. I didn't really, I don't put my coins in the normal fantasy, though. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? The draft, it suits me more as a, <laughs> as a person. You know, I, I tend to lean more to the draft. So, I mean, well, I'll start. <laughs> I'll talk about years after. But, uh, I mean, 55 points. Very respectable. Uh, it's an average 44 points on the week. My back line did not help. Um, it is. Minus one for my back line. It really wasn't great. Um, <laughs> Simicast did not do me much no, favors there. No, not really. Not sure how Van Dyke got zero points. Um, might have to check into that. But Schmeichel got nine. Captain Ward Prowse, you know, when you lose 6 0, I don't think you're going to get much <laughs> as a return. Uh, well, but, you know, but when you, you win 6 0, Mason Mount will get you 19 points, which. It's great. Will you take out. that? Yeah. I'll take that any day. <laughs> uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Thanos. <laughs> he is inevitable. Yeah, he is inevitable with the nine points. <laughs> Pookie, not so much, but he did get nine points. No, Pookie can be inevitable. <laughs> can he? he can be. He can he's, be. Not, he's, he's off and on inevitable. <laughs> I mean, 
Eve Basuma also. <laughs> so respectable getting getting into the Premier League again, <laughs> finding his way. Um, you he, know, he's... I mean, you gotta trust him. <laughs> You have to trust his decision-making on the field. Trust yeah. him with the two points per week. Um, but, yeah, I think I'm very proud of the lads. Uh, you should be. Yeah, 55. <laughs> that's that's good. You For me, we'll talk about, you know, my eggs aren't in this basket as much. I haven't done a, a ton of moving around. Emmanuel Dennis with the captaincy is not what you want to see. 100%. It's with the two ah. points off the captaincy. Yeah. Um, Coutinho not really pulling many strings. Jared Bowen, much alike. Cancelo with five was great, but Salisu didn't really help. Him. <laughs> no loss. Livermento, the same for me. It was yeah, great. Emerson Royale had five, though. Neil, not really contributing at Leandro. all. Leandro. Leandro, Leandro, did, Leandro did help me a little bit in, in those regards. So, I have a question. Um, what what kind of tactical genius goes through your bench decisions as well? Because I know, so I've benched Salah for the last four and a half weeks, and it's 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 actually is it a, an attitude thing? It's it's the way he's received his contract. You know, we're trying to extend uh, the contract yeah. to the club, and he's not really super receptive. Mm. I've DM'd him a couple times. Yeah, that's he how you can. He doesn't respond. <laughs> so I don't think I can really put him in the starting 11 yeah. until that sort of gets worked out. Mm. I know mm -hmm. the fans are getting a little bit worried about that. Yeah, it's bold. It's bold from the manager to do such a thing. But it, No, it is. I think it's shown in the <laughs> points this week. So, again, we're playing domestically, but we're also yeah. playing in the draft. Draft so is your tournament. The draft is our Champions yeah. League. And really, we're putting our eggs in that basket. We want that trophy this so, year. Yeah. And as you can see by my draft... It's really paying off. It is. You know, 59 points on the week is really good. Luke Ayling with a cheeky six. Chassard with another eight. Luke pulled that one. I mean, you got to respect it. Yeah. Madison with a cheeky six. And Buemo getting 13 is what you like. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's really the nice. The Brentford lads. Really I, Ivan and Buemo have done really well there. Uh, St. Maximin helping me a bit. Sadio helping me a bit. You know, but it really is those Sheffield lads that have, have mm. helped me. Or the Brentford lads, what am I saying? Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sheffield United lads. You um, know. <laughs> and then we kind of switched with fantasy and draft this week. We did. I got 24. What, what's the table looking like? So we're tied on point. It's, it's a hard world to live in when Paul is third. Oh, he is. Paul, if you're hearing that, it's, I mean, we are. Why does not... his name change name? That's also a, you know. Oh yeah, Paul. There's a lot of questions around the club at the moment. We're wondering what's going on with your club yeah. decisions, club tactics. How's he gotten a draw? That's my. He oh, drew again. No, didn't he draw Suddy? <laughs> he drew against Suddy. That's Paul, an incredible. Paul and Suddy were in last in the beginning of the season, and now Paul has climbed. He must have touched his team up. A <laughs> he must have moved things around a bit. <laughs> Tiago Silva on the bench, a little bit of that. Um, yeah. Oh well, Werner and Kane. That helps. That's shown him up a bit. That, Kane doing oh, better 61 now. now. Oh, so you went up. You went up to sixty-one on your on yeah. your domestic competition. Yeah, I mean they just keep going up there. Um, so for mine, as I see, Lewis. Okay, how's Lewis got two after a win against Arsenal? That's yeah, not great. that's not what you really want. Um, I mean, <laughs> Kalachi with one is not great. No, Pookie really carried Pookie both did my well teams here. In that one. Um, 
Raheem didn't do as Raheem. much. What KWP? You'd expect more from getting that negative one, one isn't great. If um, again that six my nil, Southampton, nil. yeah, my Southampton fullbacks really didn't help there. Van Dyke and Dinier yeah. is not ideal from you. Nick Pope might need to take a seat as well, but yeah, you thinking about making any transfers? No, I don't. None of those. No, I I love the lads and I you I stay you really with them support them. day one. Same with your domestic roster. Yeah, so it's really a. I pick my starting eleven first week, and then if they don't perform, it's on them. That's you know? not. That's you. what a manager does. Oh, you know? totally. That's they put the blame. They put all the pressure on the players. I would agree. There, there it is. Yeah, that's that's how we finish the podcast. Yep. Put the pressure on the players. Exactly. There it is. Didn't really do that right. There it is. Nice. Okay, that concludes this week's podcast. We'll be back next week for another one. Hopefully you guys enjoyed, whether you're watching it live, whether you're watching it afterwards, or you're listening to it on any streaming platform. And until next week, peace.